My name is Sarah, and I play the wood elf Morlande Lightglass, the presiding druid over the protected remnants of Isatalos. You're listening to Advantage. Last episode, in number 034, the party continued to explore the Library of Tradition's treasure chamber. Among the stacks of swords, bows, and potions, Alaris discovered a wand which pointed them toward a secret room hidden by a pair of glyphs. Inside were three chests, two of which had been broken into, and one's item stolen. The party suspects that it was a rod of resurrection, a powerful, necromatic item of infamy. The group returned to Thatch Hut and have decided to continue their journey to Letras, and that's where we'll pick up. to play some D&D? Let's do it. Let's actually play Dungeons and Dragons now. Yeah. Okay. Part the veils of reality. We're going to pick up as you four are leaving Colbin and Neville at the Circle of the Land and Thatch Hut. So those two have notified you that Neavan is currently working on Marge the Deathbringer and Allril has decided to kind of run ahead. You come back to the gravel bar, and Neovan is working on something along the rim of like this middle cargo area of the Deathbringer. When you approach, you see a small wheelbarrow sitting on uh, on the bank. Neovan looks up when she hears you approach and says, "Oh, hey, uh, how how's the library?" Informative. Yeah, we learned a lot of things. We found a lot of things. And partially poisonous. Very vague. D- delightful. Um, yeah, Grimton. There was a there's a screaming mushroom. Can you can you give me uh, an audio demonstration of what that screaming mushroom sounded like? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> that was that was it. <laughs> that was exactly all, that was all the screaming mushrooms right there. When, when you continue walking forward closer to the barge, you you see that that wheelbarrow is. Uh, has a small crate that is stuffed with straw to keep some potion bottles from cracking up against each other. In total, you reckon there are probably a dozen files of various shapes, colors, and volumes. Oh. Any of these antidotes? I uh, say to I'm... no one in particular. Ne- Neovan responds first. He says, yeah, so this circle of the land gave us a, a bunch of potions. Um, they s- said that all the brown bottles have a bunch of like entangling seeds in them. Uh, so, I don't know about antidotes, but Morlinda, you know potions and stuff, right? Uh, yes. Are you able to identify at all which one of these is an antidote? Why do you need an antidote? 
I was poisoned by a sh mushroom. Aren't you like a paladin or something? Why do you need an antidote? Can't you like get the gods to like fix that for you? I mean like... That's a valid question. I don't want to waste a favor, you know? <laughs> <laughs> You'd rather call that in at a different time? Yeah, of course. You know, like a life-threatening time, maybe? <laughs> Grimton, your stomach hurts. Uh, so, uh, Morlinde, um, do any of these look like antidotes to you? Um, I'm sure they do if I roll high enough. <laughs> I, I, was like, I don't know, let's ask her dice. Um, I think so. Let me check. Uh, it's gonna be a 16 plus stuff. Tell me which one looks like an antidote potion. That, uh, skinny brown one right there, I think, is gonna be the antidote for those, uh, spores that got in your system. Neovan says, uh, I don't, I don't know about that. The circle of the land said explicitly that the brown bottles had a bunch of entangling seeds in them. Okay, fine. The right. skinny blue one. Which one is it? The skinny blue now one. I'm unsure. The skinny now blue I'm one. But you said the brown one earlier. I guess we'll have to take both, you know. <laughs> oh, <wow>. oh, God. <laughs> the skinny blue one. Blue one. Hey, okay, Wait, okay, okay, Sarah, okay. quick. Roll the policy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can try to persuade one way or the other. <laughs> I'm going to try to persuade to take the freaking blue one because clearly I wasn't listening. You should use the blue one, she says as she rolls a 23. <laughs> Sounds good to me. And so I do. Got any uh, health potions in there? Again, I'm not a potions expert, Moylinde. Yes, there's health potions Alaris? in there, right? Wait, yeah, doesn't Alaris have some of this stuff too? I mean, yeah. Yeah, Alaris, you probably know I some mean, of this stuff, too. Yeah, she was just standing over the box, so I figured I'd ask her. But I can go look myself. It's yes, cool. there's I mean, definitely here, healing potions cool. in here. Do you toss him one? I toss him one. Thanks. <laughs> Alaris, give me a duck save. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I throw it at him. Alaris, describe uh, what this looks like know, when it just, shatters. It hits me sort of on the, like, the arm of the robe and just shatters and just juices just I'm, I'm a little upset because like there's just now potion juice all over my nice robes i'm sorry would you like to come over here and see for yourself and i will not throw that next yeah, time I'll, I'll just see for myself okay that kind of reminds me i see what i was working on i had this idea that we could get some sort of like a launching system on this barge and then we could fire the entangling ones off of the deathbringer hmm. uh and then we could like stay far away and not have to engage any bad folks. That's brilliant. And I, su I suppose that system might work with any splash potion. Alaris, did you feel better at all? If did, did any of the potion get on you? Is that a splash potion? No, I didn't oh, get on dang. me at all. We'll have to experiment other ways. Alrill left earlier, and he said to just wait for you for... He ran down wherever those other two of, you, of your folk were, Alric. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what were their names again? Uh, Phil and Ren. Yeah, them. Um, he, he said he'd be fine and that he's run down this trail along the river a thousand times before and so i should just stay here that sounds like a good plan do any of you guys have any idea how to get this like launchy thing to work do we already have a launchy thing and we're just trying to figure out how to work it or do we have to build a launchy thing uh kind of both like i'm just playing with some ideas right now mostly i just got a swivel thing mounted on the hole hmm it's not like incredibly accurate but like a slingshot <laughs> shoots things true yeah. Or like a big old crossbow or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, could. Yeah, that that could, sounds. Could you make a potion cool. crossbow? Would that work? Or would it? That sounds. Would it be more like a catapult. Awesome. I'm gonna resuggest the slingshot idea. We'd want to go with that, and like you just need to add a rail for increased stability and aiming, so it doesn't just like shoot everywhere. Wait for the yeah. slingshot. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you just had like a, a a rail that it could sit in, that's like the right the same shape as the the, the vial, then you <laughs> so you pull it back. It sounds to me like you're just talking about a crossbow then. Absolutely, I, I guess so. I guess <laughs> a very that is specified a crossbow. crossbow. I was imagining with the crossbow, like also having to make like bolts that the bottle attached to. Auric, do you have any? I mean, you're a, you're a bow guy, but do you have any expertise in like crossbow building at all? Tragically, I do not have a lot of, you know, ability in this incredibly niche skill that you're asking about. Um, no fletching skills? Well, I can make a bow, but crossbows are a little different, uh, and I can fletch an arrow. But again, bolts are a little different. Are they that different in D&D world? I mean, <laughs> all we really need is something stretchy and a sturdy stick that is parted like a dowsing rod i mean that's the cheap version i imagined we were gonna try and make something like slightly more reliable sure nah do any of you remember why marge was called the Deathbringer? not the boat the person the person yeah she did something really crazy she's basically got a blunderbuss oh. rifle. that's cool yeah start thinking about that also uh we're gonna continue along with the story because we're just kind of sitting there yeah okay uh <laughs> Sorry, Joe. You load up the Deathbringer. You're good. You load up the Deathbringer. Ulrich, you're standing at the prow of the barge, looking for signs of Allrill along the banks. The trail from Isatalis proper to Letris is a thin line appearing on the upper flood level of the Charmed River. Maybe two carts wide max. It was more of a well-worn path than it was a road, per se. Trade between the two cities wasn't uncommon, but... They were divided by four days of travel through deep, untamed forest once you left the territory's borders. So um, mm. it happened, but it wasn't yeah. frequent. Yeah. Um, the task of a warden scout is to protect their cities, which naturally required a boundary of operations for you, uh, for you lest you be too overwhelmed. Arik, you don't know much about what lays beyond the southern warden cache. Morlinda, you're thinking about the journey of the 4,000 remnants and the trials that they must have made and the faith and the trust that they must have had in Car Elder Kara Fallhide to be able to brave that four-day uh, four march through total forest. You, you think about what their horde must have looked like on the trail, naturally just by sheer number overflowing from the path and wading through the trunks of burned trees, risking their lives in this exodus looking for any glint of hope that Letris might offer. Alaris, what are you thinking about? I'm just, I, I'm just, I guess <laughs> I'm just thinking ahead about what we have to face. Um, you said we're headed southward, probably closer to uh, her dearth, right? Uh, yeah, the the source of the Charmed River is at the mountain of Helbador. So, yeah. yeah, naturally. He's knows that Worst case scenario, they're going to end up coming into contact with more Warforged. Or worse yet, like, some sort of actual envoy from her dearth. Like, uh -huh. of other dwarves that are loyal to Greysunder. But he's choosing to hope for the best. And hope that they don't cross paths with them again. And that it's just going to be a uh, more simple elf on elf mission, I guess. Yeah. It's one of those, like, you know, hope for the best, prepare for the worst. Like, high, right. he's going to be on high alert. 
anxious. So the water on this portion of the Charmed River has so far been pretty calm. Uh, ash from the burn has already drained downstream, and now the water runs clear from the rocky stone river bottom. Everybody give me perception checks. <laughs> My perception is slightly better than it was. Delightful. You're leveling up. I still only rolled 10. 10. Yeah, mine was not so good. Uh, 16. Grimton and Morlinda, you both see the occasional glint of metal below. These flashes don't look like the reflection of sunlight on water. They kind of carry a more coppery color shine. When you look closer, uh, Grimton, you can identify these as coins only occasionally appearing every few hundred yards. It looks like there's something under the water. Those are coins. I just spotted them too. Why? Are they there? I don't know. Are there marauders around? Have there been like interceptions of cargoes? That seems very interesting. Whose coins are they? Is there a net? Do we have access to a net? Uh, I haven't seen one, but um, you might be able to go downstairs and look for something else. I'll go do that. Morlinda, give me a religion check while Alaris goes under. Damn, I'm rolling really well. Uh. Alric, too. Give me a religion check. 21. 18. So you both are aware of the practice as as the river goes upstream from uh, East Italis. You're, you remember the, the practice in which people offer gold to local spirits specifically like it's it's not unheard of in the in the forest to if a particular tree is being bountiful with fruit to leave an offering for the local spirit that is giving that blessing yeah likewise same same might go for water for instance and so uh as as it gets closer to the headwater and closer to letris the city of healing these coins are generally offered to the world healer so you think that there's some sort of correlation between those traditions Morlinde and Alric. Alaris, what'd you find down below? A net. I found a a net. It looks like a looks like a fishing net, you know? Like you could it's hooked and it has okay. like a circular part with a net on it. So I'm gonna go back up top side. I'm like, hey I found a net. I wanna see if we can fish for no, I didn't even yeah. know I had one of those. I want to see if we can fish for some I coins. I think we should leave the coins be. Alright, well how about fishing for some fish? That's a good idea. <laughs> That's not I a think... bad idea. I think the coins are offerings. I, I kind of figured it might be something along those lines. Yeah, they actually are. While I don't necessarily... Oh, I was uh, going to say we have a similar custom in the Pandominion, um, usually with wells. I'm not as concerned <laughs> about upsetting the spirits to whom they're offered as I am, like, this, the <laughs> the intent. I, should, I was going to say the spirit, but the intent in which they were offered sure. does belong to the people. But... Fish sounds great. I could use a snack. Right. Keep an eye on that fish. Last time I tried to go fishing, about half my catch was taken by, and I can't confirm this, but I believe it was that little dragon. Little dragon. <laughs> Wait, I was going to say, I believe, I believe his name is actually just Little but Dragon. Little dragon. I realized that halfway through the word little. <laughs> well, I'm gonna try to fish, Joe. Cool. Give me some nature checks. I'm gonna help him. That's a roll 20. a nature check. <laughs> I rolled well, there a, nat, you go. a nat twenty. I should have some proficiency in this. Like, Congratulations. I, I live in the wilds. Both of you, roll me d sixes, <laughs> and then add your 
nature modifier on it. That's, okay, that's ten. I rolled the number one and added three to it, so I got four. I rolled the number six and added four. Beginner's luck. Morlinde, give me a religion check. Seven. Okay. Morlinde sees nothing. You, no, you see lots of good fish. Yeah. <laughs> Tons of good fish. Um, everybody give me another perception check. Thirteen. It's going to be the number 10, Joe. Three. Sorry, the number nine. Yeah, 11. <laughs> Started I'm, strong. I'm absorbed with my fish. Yep. Same. I'm wrangling them. They're practically jumping onto the boat. Grimton, uh, in, in your uh, kind of annoyance uh, <laughs> of their success, you're looking farther out, and about a half mile passes on the barge since you left the bank, and as it rounds a corner, you hear commotion farther ahead on the left, and at first... It looks like a handful of handsome, shirtless folks trying to wrestle a few horses out of the water. But then as you get closer, the scene becomes more apparent. There are six centaurs caught in a battle against some sort of living water. Hey, there's some trouble up ahead. Centaurs drowning? <laughs> Morlinde, give me, uh, give me a religion check. God. Uh, it, no. Spirits, damn it. That's why. That's why you messed up. Can I, yeah, yeah, I used the wrong religion name. check. Yeah, sure. Nineteen. <laughs> you recognize this as a local spirit of some sort, not necessarily world healer herself. A local spirit. I think they pissed off a local spirit, and you're. you're I don't. I don't know this one any more than you do, but I've seen this kind of thing happen out in the wilds. How common are centaurs? Are they being reprimanded? for something or what what's happened here jo are we close enough that i could yell at them yeah sure sure hey what's going on help! help help are we close enough to help in some capacity y yes get up there if you certainly if you stop the boat so uh you've got some of the centaurs back up out of the way uh shooting their longbows at this creature and then others have um this pike so a pole arm up against the uh, elemental there's one other in particular that is being pulled down into the water by the elemental morlande do you think you can appease this spirit um maybe all right what do you want me to do um stop the barge as close as we can get without getting hit by the moving water spirit thing and also i don't want to get hit by centaurs 30 feet away sounds great uh yeah she pulls up 30 feet away you're on the same side of the bank all right um i'm gonna run over there and see what's happening uh can i have some backup or are you guys yeah, just gonna I'm, sit here I'm on the coming, boat i'm coming with more yeah, we'll back, we'll okay back, cool yeah, okay. thank you okay i think many of you spellcasters and range people i have positioned the barge at a distance where you could fire from the barge and be okay Cool. Keep that in mind for positioning and such as we enter this scene. Yeah, Morlinde, you run down there and the, the centaurs are less focused on you and more focused on trying to kill this uh, spirit. So right now, Morlinde is just trying to figure out who is... The aggressor? Yeah, who is who's the the quote unquote bad guy at this point? Because we've had to fight some spirits, and so now I don't know that every spirit means well. Right. Um, Give me 
And I can't remember if centaurs are our friends or not. Give me an inside check to kind of read this battle. Where are you at? Uh, 12. It, it doesn't look to you as if the centaurs are the initial aggressor. I'll say that. Um, can I do a religion check to see if I'm usually friends with centaurs? Because I feel like I am. I've, actually, I'll just tell you, you don't have any bad blood with the centaurs. Good, because I rolled like crap. All right, so I'm going to run back to the boat because I don't really want to get involved with making a spirit mad. Um, everybody roll for initiative. <laughs> the number three, Joe. <laughs> Great. Four. <laughs> I rolled a ten. No. Thirteen. As far as battles go, this is a battle I'd be fine with all the bad guys going first. I feel like I, we still don't yeah. really know whose side we want to be on. Um, before we start, um, I holler back to everybody. I think we should be fighting the spirit, so I'm not sure. Or, but I'm not sure. I, but I trust centaurs, so we should probably take care of them. Maybe? I don't know. I'm really unsure at this point. I think the centaurs are our friends. So what do you want to do with this ambuscade action? Uh, read Oathbow and then probably shoot it. Um, what, is, what does Oathbow give me? Oh, here we go. When you make a range attack. Oh, I have to do a sworn enemy. Yeah, it's a little dramatic for this. Like, this is not my sworn enemy. This is a skirmish. So I'll just do like a normal uh, ranged. You're going to use your... your non-oath bow no i do you still have it yeah the oath bow well i can use the oath bow without doing it it only does that if i whisper the magic words so it's still just like a good bow it doesn't say anything about any like plus ones or anything it, okay and there's one spirit yes there's i want to shoot at it with the intent of hurting it but not like I'm not trying to hit it super hard. Like, I just want it to know that we're there and that it should stop. 16. Uh, that'll hit. That's going to be 5 damage. It's going to be the Water Elemental's turn. It's going to roll a 16 against this centaur that it has got in its grasp. And that's going to roll 2d8 plus 4. Oof. So it's going to roll um, 11 damage against the centaur. Ow. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's going to bring the initiative order down to uh, Centaur 4, <laughs> cleverly named. Uh, we're going to say that Centaurs 3, 4, and 5 are currently standing back, uh, shooting arrows with their longbows, and then Centaurs 1 and 2 are up close with their pikes trying to protect the other one. We'll call that one Centaur 0, the one that's being attacked. 19 to hit, which is going to do it. Roll 5 damage. We'll go to Centaur 5's turn, who's going to miss. And Centaur 3 is also going to miss. That brings the initiative order to Morlinde. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and try and thorn whip this water spirit, which is weird, but I'm going to do it. No, I's not going to hit it because a uh, 7's probably not going to hit anything, is it? No, that's post. Well, I think it's 9. I think I forgot one mod, but still. Yeah, that's not going to do anything. I'm, not gonna I'm hit. sorry. Grimton, your turn. Last I knew, you were still up on March the Deathbringer. I'm going to hop off the barge and get as close as I can to the to Centaur Zero. Hold on. Are you, like, hopping the rail and getting in the water? Or are you, like, taking a little more of your movement speed to, like, walk off of the barge and onto Definitely the, the former. Okay. Well, and what's your speed? I want to say four because I'm wearing heavy armor instead of five. Mm, bummer. That means your speed's, like... 20 
and you're yeah. parked 30 feet away. No. I <laughs> guess. Well, I'm just going to um, get out and, I guess, ready my shield. Not necessarily a weapon yet. Yeah, you're but... still trying to figure it all out. Yeah. It's going to be Centaur 1's turn, and Centaur 1 is, again, one of the pike people. Uh, 18 to hit, which will do it. I'm going to roll a d10. It's going to be 3 plus 4, so 7 damage to uh, the Man, elemental. I really hope the centaur's not really the bad guy. Yeah, that would suck, huh? It's going to go down to uh, number 2. Not going to hit it. Alaris, your turn. It's So this is a water spirit, right? Yes. I would assume it being on land, if it can even get on land, would put it at a disadvantage. So I would like to yell out to centaurs that have pikes that they should just pull the other centaur out of the water and then just leave. I want to try to persuade them to do that. So you, you're looking for them to set down their arms and just try to aid? Yeah. We can cover them while they do yeah, that. Yeah, sure. I rolled a nat 20. Nice. Just, it's water. Just get your get your buddy and leave. It's just water. It's a water spirit. <laughs> one of them is going to drop their pike and like throw it back on land, and the other one is going to turn theirs around and offer the handle to uh, currently named Centaur Zero, who's going to try to grab it and maneuver them on this next round to get out of the water. Okay. Um, as far as the attacks go, all of my most of my attacks are either lightning-based or fire-based, and I don't want to, because water conducts electricity, I don't want to accidentally harm anybody that I don't mean to, and fire yeah. I don't think would be very effective. So I'm just going to kind of chill. Centaur Zero is going to grab hold of that turned around pike and maybe like reach out with the other hand to grab the other companion centaur. Now it's Alric's turn. I'm going to take aim and loose another arrow after making it my hunter's mark. And I'm going to say, Spirit, leave these centaurs be as I shoot 20. Uh, and I want this blow to, like, seem a little more threatening. Okay. For eight damage. So I just remembered this as I'm reading it. Uh, one of the damage resistances is piercing. Ah. Uh, it's not surprising. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's well, going to go down to four. Glad my thorn whipping didn't work. I kind of was thinking that, like, before this started, but was definitely not going to say a single word about it. <laughs> it's going to, initiative order is going to go back out to the water elemental. This elemental is going to try to do the whelm move uh, in which each creature in the elemental space, which are now going to be the pikeless centaur and centaur zero, we'll say that pikeless centaur, centaur one, is going to try to whelm them. They're going to both make DC 15 strength checks. Centaur one is going to be whelmed, rolled a 14. Centaur zero rolled a 11 total. So Dang. they are both consumed which means that they are grappled and will take 13 bludgeoning damage. Uh, a creature within five feet of the elemental can pull a creature or object out by taking an action to make a DC 14 strength and succeeding. Until this grapple ends, the target is restrained and unable to breathe water, or, or sorry, and unable to breathe unless it can breathe water. Things are looking great. Uh, it's going to be Centaur's Fortune, who is uh, still going to pepper some arrows into this thing. And hit. It's going to go down to Centaur 5's turn. That's not. That's going to miss. That one's going to hit. 
10 damage total, half that. More Linda, your turn. Well, I have one spell that's gonna, well, I guess I could just pull out my bow and shoot it. I'm gonna pull out my bow and shoot it. Okay. Yeah, I was uh, just thinking, I don't remember the last time I saw Morlinde shoot something. I, d- I have a bow, I just don't use it. I, I do, it's a short bow. Um, yeah, D6 plus your dex mod, piercing. So, but piercing still works, it's just, like, not as good, right? Yeah, just, like, half damage. Does a 22 hit? It does. <laughs> okay. Well, that's hilarious. Uh, I'm gonna hit uh, 6 damage piercing damage so divided by two is three it's like blink it's super unaffected grimton your turn sensing a, a more immediate threat coming from the water elemental i'm gonna go the rest of the way up to the water's edge and try to strike at it i guess being careful not to hit the centaurs that are currently whelmed okay and i'm gonna do this using the radiant sword uh, that's a 10 total you strike at something that Looks like water elemental, but instead it it's just, just ends up being water. Grimson <laughs> <laughs> over there just like splashing around. Centaur number one, one of the ones that are as well, is going to make a DC 14 strength check and is going to succeed. Congratulations, Centaur one. So it uh, is going to pull themselves out. Centaur two is still going to keep their pike po- 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 poised to aid Centaur Zero once they're in a position to receive it. Um, Alaris, your turn. Um, I'm going to try to use Tasha's hideous laughter on the water element. Hopefully it's intelligent enough. It's a spirit, so I would assume so. That's a 23. Nice. Does it need a certain intelligence score? Uh, this is a creature with an intelligence score of 4 or less. Well, wow. this one has a 5. All right. So, <laughs> I, I don't think that this water spirit can particularly can laugh i would assume not but what i would like the spell to do in this instance is hopefully have it loosen the grip on the centaur that's still being whelmed the creature of your choice perceives everything is hilariously funny and falls into fits of laughter and if, if this spell affects it the target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or fall prone um becoming inca- incapacitated and unable to stand for the duration I don't know if it would necessarily perceive funniness. Sounds good. Alright, well, and that'll be my turn. So I need to do a wisdom saving throw. Uh, it rolled a crit fail. Surprise. <laughs> and is incapacitated. Congratulations. Yay. Centaur 1's turn. There, this is this is Centaur 1's moment. Or sorry, Centaur 0's turn. He is going to reach out of this laughing water elemental and try to grab the pike, which is going to grant him a plus 2 bonus to this. He rolled a 19, which is going to, like, in addition to the strength, in addition to the bonus to aid, is going to do some crazy number, and it's going to work. The centaur is pulled free. It's going to be Auric's turn. So does that mean all the centaurs are pulled free? You're like, are they all on uh, land yes. now? Sure, yes. I'm still on the boat, so I'd like to go over to the centaurs. And be like, let's get away from this like whole riverbank idea. <laughs> like, come this way and like direct them away from the river. Farther into the woods. Not like okay. far into the woods, but yeah, just like, like just away from the bank. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Give me a persuasion check as a lot of them are dripping. Eighteen. This way, friends. These sopping wet centaurs go over. I don't know, like 20, 30 feet from the water. 
it's going to be the water elemental's turn, who is, I guess, has to roll another saving throw. Are you still concentrating on them? Yep. It's going to be a 19, so that's going to save it. Centaur 4, Centaur 5, and Centaur 3 uh, are all going to be with you, Auric. Um, I don't know exactly what a centaur would be doing at this point. I mean... I don't know yeah. if I'm familiar enough with, like, centaur movement styles on what exactly their personality would dictate. Yeah, I feel like centaurs are interesting. We should have foreseen this. We should have foreseen this happening. I should have asked them what happened. We were attacked by this beast. Or by this spirit, rather, not a beast. <laughs> a beast would be something like a goblin. <laughs> uh, Morlinda, it's your turn. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Zach? <laughs> Just that situation would be very funny to me, to, I feel like, to happen in real life. Like, if I was there, and the centaur just is like, no, no, a beast is actually more like a goblin. Like, just... Yeah, and they're like, okay, I concur. Well, you gotta make sure not to beast you, bestialize. Uh... Bestialize. D, D... You know what I mean. A centaur. Centaurs are people too, hashtag. <laughs> That's how hashtags work. That's how hashtag works. Morlinda, um, your turn. Anyway. All right. So I'm going to try and uh, thorn whip this water thing. Okay. Uh, and I Thwip might it. be successful because I, this is a 13 hit. Uh, 13 does not hit. I'm sorry. Okay. Yep. Not going to hit anything. Grimton? Uh, I guess I'm just going to... There's still uh, two of the centaurs in the water, right? That I, no. All, only all of them are gone. There. Oh, I'm just gonna back away then. Back away from the centaurs. Yeah, back away from the water. From the water. There's no one in like immediate danger besides myself at this point, Correct. right? <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna back away. Okay. Still, um, still with my shield drawn, I guess. But... Centaurs one and two. Uh, one was one was swamped, and two helped them out. Uh, are both <laughs> trying to like shake shake the water off of their fur, hide, hair. Horsehair? Horsehair. Um, trying to recover. Again, I don't exactly know what sort of conversation should be happening right now. Um, Centaur 2 is there. Alaris, it's your turn. <laughs> well, like, is the water elemental... The water elemental is not being aggressive right now. I guess it was kind of preoccupied last yes. time with laughter. I'm going to wait and see what the water elemental does and see how we should react to it at this point. With it having no immediate threats in its vicinity. Uh, on the bow of the boat, yep. ready to go. Still, like, hands and an aggressive magic-y style a la Skyrim. Sure. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to uh, hold my action. So, like, I want to knock an arrow and, like, aim it at the elemental, but not fire it, just in case, you know, it, it decides to come over my way. Alright, I got good news for you. It's the water elemental's turn. And one of the wonderful things that this water elemental element water elemental can do is uh, take the water form. A water can or the elemental can enter a hostile creature's space and stop there. It can move through a space as narrow as one inch wide without squeezing. It's going to uh, go up the bank and onto the land via these wet centaurs drippings oh, man. 
Uh, oh my god. That's impressive. And try to... There's a Doctor uh, okay. Who episode about this. Terrifying. Um, I would try to rewhelm them. However, uh, it was not recharged. And so it's just going to slam. So I'm going to use a slam move. It's going to make two attacks. Uh, this one's going to be a 15, which is going to hit the centaur. It'll be 2d8. Jesus. Uh, that's an 8 and a 5 plus 4. That's 15 damage. This is going to be on uh, Centaur Zero. This thing, like, has a grudge. Yes. Um, Auric, I take it you'd like to hop back into the... Yeah, like, so now so now I fire. Like, I see him attack, and then as soon as he attacks, I fire. Delightful. Hit him. 18. That'll hit. Ooh. For 15 damage. Divided in two is going to be seven. The three Centaurs in a row, four, five, and three, we're all just going to kind of rear up on their hooves they don't have their pikes or their bows ready at this point gonna make a hoof attack hoof attack i suppose plus stuff that'll hit and then two d6s a piece so that's gonna roll so that's those three turns are gonna end up doing 25 damage it's gonna come to more linde it's on the land with the centaurs now uh, correct yes All up right. on the bank like 25 feet all right i'm gonna try and uh thorn whip it over here let me see uh i rolled a 19 plus some stuff so i'm assuming i hit Congrats. it yes nine damage divided by two is four or five four, four. okay yep. so four damage but um uh thorn whip lets me pull the creature up to 10 feet closer to me if that's fun the creature is large or smaller is this creature large i think it's a medium creature Alright, so I'm going to pull it, like, kind of away from the... I mean, if it's possible to pull it away, but I'm going to say it is. Uh, I'm gonna, yeah, go for it. I'm going to pull it away. Oh, it's large, but yeah. Yeah, I'm going to pull it away from the centaurs. I'm going to pull it ten feet closer to me. Sounds great. It is currently out of range of the centaurs. I dig it. Grifton, your turn. It's going to be closer to you than the centaurs at this point. I'm definitely going to go after it then try to swing at it again this time it doesn't have water to hide around so yeah take that it's 15 hit 15 will hit yes that's gonna be 12 damage after the resistance six damage it's gonna be centaurs one and two's turn they're both going to start unleashing arrows upon this thing now that uh Morlinda, you've pulled it away from them centaur one is going to hit and centaur two is going to miss Eight damage divided by two is four. So what does what does the water spirit look like out of the water? Right now, it's pretty constricted to the puddle that was being left. So it just by looks the like centaurs. a big puddle. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a, a humanoid, like a like a flan from uh, Final Fantasy. Zach, my nerd level is <laughs> like a what? Like a flan from Final Fantasy. You know, like the big Jello monsters. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine a saguaro cactus. Or like the 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 boot or the ghost emoji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like like um, on like the Snapchat ghost emoji. Yes, perfect. Yeah, with an arm and a amorphous head. And you said it teleported via the water. Yeah, it had traveled yeah. via the water. So did it like have to go a little bit at a time to get there, or did it just like? It traveled directly there. I guess it moved very very okay. very quickly to travel all. I would like feet. to conjure the unseen servant. And have the unseen servant uh -huh. dry the wet centaurs. Ooh, I love that. Okay. 
that's going to be hard to do considering that they're in battle and likely to attack this yeah. thing. I'll warn sure. you now. That's um, what I'm going to okay. try to do anyway. What do you need me to roll it. for that? Give me them rolls. Unoccupied space on the ground within range. AC of 10. Uh, one hit point, strength of two, can't attack. I guess you just do it. Maybe maybe a, a nature check to see if you can't or see if you can avoid spooking these centaurs. Or just like, you know, saying it. Warn them? Yeah. Sure. I mean, sure, I'll just tell them, hey, I'm going to dry you off. <laughs> they kind of ignore you and are super focused on trying to defeat this thing. <laughs> just roll a d20 and tell me what that result is to see how dry you get these thingies um, out of 20. Well, I rolled an 18. Fantastic. Uh, by the next turn, we're, we're going to say that you have 20 wetness points that you need to decrease, and you have uh, got 18 of those 20 wetnesses okay. down. So only two wet, two, two wet left. Fair enough. It's going to be Centaur Zero's turn. Uh, Centaur Zero is... I'm going to roll out of 20. Rolled a 3. That was a spook level out of 20. So 3 spook. Uh, it's going to be not as spooked as it might be. It's got more distracted and not realizing that there's an unseen servant uh, wiping its butt with a towel. Um, <laughs> and it's going to also fire off some longbow shots it's going to roll a two so it's not going to work it's going to be the water elemental's turn grimton you're right there yeah yeah sorry my dude uh the first is going to be an 18 the second attack is going to be a 10 uh 10 plus 7 you said your ac was 20 yeah and the 18 plus 7 was going to be 25 so one of these slam attacks is going to hit you it's going to be 2d8s plus 4. Uh, what? Nothing, it's just a lot. That'll be 10 plus 4, 14 bludgeoning damage. <sighs> Alright. What did you say your hit points were? 42. <laughs> oh, okay. 42? You're fine. 42? That's a lot. Uh, Auric. That's over 20, that's about 30%. Auric, it's going to be your turn, my dude. I'm trying to decide if I want to, like attack it with my blade because hypothetically that'd be more effective in terms of like I'd have slashing damage instead of piercing damage but I'm also real squishy I get slightly more damage on both I think I'll just shoot him I'm gonna shoot him again he's still my hunter's okay. mark though 17 yeah hit him for 8 damage so 4 damage all right, this is the line of centaurs three through four or three through five. Excuse me. They're going to fire off um, longbow shots. I rolled a four and eleven and a ten. So none of those are going to hit for whatever reason, and it's going to be more Linde's turn. Awesome. I'm going to try and thorn whip that stuff. Let's see. And it's probably not going to hit. Is a 9 going to hit? A 9 is not going to hit. Eight. Grimton. going to keep slashing. Show me that slash, my dude. No, I rolled a 3. <laughs> Bummer. Plus? It's going to be Centaur's 1 and 2's turn, and uh, I think these are the ones that you dried off, Alaris. Uh, these are going to be their spook level ratings. Um, 12 and 8, and I'm going to say that the 12 uh, crosses the... Th critical threshold 
do like a kind of reaction backwards hoof uh, to the unseen servant's face, theoretically. Okay, this is going to be... It rolled a nap. <laughs> so it, it reacts, but I guess the unseen servant... Unseen servant was in the lucky, lucky spot. Uh, Alaris, it's going to be your turn. You're going to yeah, keep having this we're, servant. We're going to get the, the rest of the dryness. All right, 15. Okay. Congratulations. So required wetness you, they, <laughs> Yes, you are uh, plus 13 <laughs> dry now. <laughs> they can t they can take 13 wet before they Extra are dry. back at zero. I will yell at <laughs> the centaurs and tell them that um, the water elemental can no longer pursue them if they would like to get away. Give me a pers persuasion check. Or is that, or are you just informing uh, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll try to persuade. That sounds good. Sure. That's a 23. Nice. These two centaurs, uh, book it. They're going to try to escape and st step way farther back. Actually, we're going to say that centaur zero, who is in that group, uh, is also dry and is also left. It's going to be the water elemental's turn. Uh, Grunton, guess what? Bring it. It's going to make... You're gonna get whelmed, my friend. Give me, give me a strength saving throw. Sixteen. Ooh, you just barely make it. Good for you. He is not whelmed. You are not whelmed. Not whelmed at all. Underwhelmed, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. That's a perfect segue, joke-wise, to uh, Auric. All right, Joe. Wow. <laughs> just throw shade over here. Yeah, I'm gonna. You're short. Oh, I thought we were talking about how, like, I'm not doing a lot in this combat. I'm just kind of, like, peppering this thing with tiny pokes. I will say, though, my damage is consistent. Like, solid, like I'm four. effectively <laughs> magic missiling the crap out of it without magic. I'm going to shoot it again. <laughs> awesome. Here we go. <laughs> uh, this is a 17 hit. A 17 hits. Please murder this thing. I'm trying. I'm, I'm hitting it with all I got. Ooh. He hits it with all uh, he's got. 16, so 8 damage. Fantastic. 5, 4, and 3 are going to make their respective longbow attacks. Only one of those is going to hit 10 damage. So divide that in 2. It's going to be 5, which is fantastic. Fantastic. Um, more fantastic. Day, your turn. All right, I'm going to try and thorn whip this thing. Uh, does a 15 hit? A 15 hits? Woo! No. What? Yes, a 15 hits. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't scare me. Boo. Hey, and uh, six plus. So 10, so I hit it for five. Ooh. Grimton, your turn. Kill this thing. Going to. Here we go. That's a 20. Not a nat 20. Just 20. Congrats. For 11 damage, and it's radiant damage, not slashing damage. Nice. So it doesn't, Tell me how you kill this thing. Sweet. I imagine that I, like, slash into it, and as I'm doing so, like, the water, like, burst, and all the light, like, gets, uh, like, I guess, shown through the water, so there's, like, a bunch of little rainbows oh, I everywhere. I love it. Yeah. That's so pretty. Ooh. <laughs> ah. I forgot um, the word for that, uh. Diffracted? The light gets diffracted. 
Is that the the word? No. Refracted. Refracted. There you go. Oh Fracted my god. Refracted for a second time. <laughs> well, that. It is refraction. <laughs> yes. I I taught that like a month ago. <laughs> You're the STEM teacher. Whoops. Yeah. Congratulations. Encounter over. Ba 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 ba. Hey friends, it's Joe. Uh, happy number 035 of Advantage. Uh, it's out early because it's final season and I won't have time to edit between now and Tuesday night, which is our usual publishing time. Uh, this episode's production was motivated by foresight and procrastination because I w- could be writing essays right now. Um, we, we need to thank our supporters, particularly our patrons. Uh, their funds go a long way in helping us better this show and make it a feasible project. Uh, if you're feeling generous, if you love us, if you want us to do a better job at it, it would be a great deal of help if you could contribute at patreon.com slash advantage dnd or find a link at our website. Uh, so there's been a lot going on over the past two weeks regarding uh, this show. A couple weekends ago, after the Dallas live show of My Brother, My Brother and Me, we were able to meet uh, the cast members of two incredible D&D podcasts. We can now officially call uh, Bombarded and Fate and the Fable Maidens friends of the show. Both have expressed interest in also participating in the Switch series, which is also incredible news. Um, that's on top of what you already know, uh, that we have a couple episodes already being prepared. One of those is by Matt Parody, which will air on the Vantage feed, if I'm not mistaken. And the other is by Jasmine Brown from uh, The Misadventures, which will air on the How Friends Roll feed. Of course, um, you know our closest podcaster, or our closest partner in podcasting. There we go. How Friends Roll. Uh, their DM Sully has been steadily working on the production of Season 4, uh, which I continue to che- tease that I will have a fun minor role in um we've got so many friends in this community of artists and content creators it's it's so much fun it's such a joy uh we want you to join in on that so find them on your podcast app and follow them on twitter chat with us too our handle for everything under the sun is at advantage dnd Shoutouts in particular to Jasmine Brown and Alex Lee, who have started pitching merch ideas to us. I don't know what kind of timeline those projects have, but it's certainly encouraging to see their love. Um, that said, you could help make that a reality by donating at patreon.com slash advantage d If you can't afford that, leave us an iTunes review. Thank you to Renee for her uh, latest five-star rating. All right, back to the action. Thank you. Centaur Zero, who had been caught, comes up to you. He says, Thank you for your help, adventurers. We of the Offron herd are at your debt. Sick. <laughs> you do look unwell. I was just recently ill, but... So thankful to hear that, so that you could protect us with your 
Fancy Pants Sword. Well, good centaur, what's your name? Blecko. Hi, Blecko. I'm Ulrich. Nice to meet you. What uh, happened here? Why did the, the spirit seem to kind of have it out for you? Yes, it did. We had been guided by the stars, foretelling a great event that will occur. They led us to a city the bustling with persons like yourselves, and but we were forced out. We went deeper into the forest and briefly lived among some living in tents who seemed to be there for similar reasons of fate. Then we were approached by one of the circle of great duty who forced us out into this terrible scar of a forest, calling it free land. We came to the river to refill our canteens, and we saw small coins among the stones below the water. <laughs> we thought we might be able to give the persons some of these monies, as they call them. They seemed to like those, in hopes that we might be able to buy our way back into the area. Hmm. Then the water foolishly attacked us. Here's the thing uh. about, about coins that are in the water. You're right that, like, people like them, but spirits do too. Especially... Yes, they are wet. Especially <laughs> when they they're <laughs> in their space. So, yeah. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't touch any of those coins anymore. That's just gonna keep happening. Everybody, make a note. Do not touch the wet coins. Yeah. Also, like, being wet's not that fun. I disagree. Please, heroes... Let us read your destinies as payment for your aid in battle, since we are apparently unable to do so in coin. Wow, that sounds pretty sure. cool. Sure. Uh, yeah, steps forward. Cool. <laughs> I will al align myself with the ethereal plane, and then I'll act as a conduit for knowledge. I will open myself for one minute, during which you may ask three questions. This is I will divine the truth for you. And I will answer yes, no, or unclear. Wait, uh, to clarify, three total And this is not one of the questions. Three questions each. Three total, three total questions. This not is like way each. better than money. Whoa. You say it's way better than money? <laughs> yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> I yeah. told you, they seem to like those monies. Like this Can one. Can we confer for a minute before you do this? I suppose. Is it, This is three questions that, like, the group gets yes. to ask, not three questions each, right? right? Yeah, Correct. well, that would yes. be, like, a bajillion questions. That would be, like, 12 Yeah, specifically questions. the number 12, but yes. <laughs> like a bajillion. <laughs> Let us confer for a moment. Yes, do so. What do um, we want to ask? Ask if, uh, if Lutris will fall. Whoa. Wait, are these, like, questions that are looking into the future or just questions that they have knowledge about now? No, this is, I don't this think is fortune destiny. tellers. Yeah, this, oh. they are fortune tellers. They are reading our fortunes. Oh. Let's ask uh, if the Warforge will attack. attack but we where? know the Warforge well, are going to attack something. That's their whole job. How about ask... ask <laughs> They're ask Warforged. <laughs> Well, we want to find out something about King Greysender, right? What's that? We want to find out something about about Earth's plans. Um, this doesn't have to all be, like, future stuff. Like, it could be past things. And, and in fact, that would probably boost the chances of my at, my answering with a yes or just no. Just unclear every time? Unclear. Yeah, because it's unclear well, I mean, if Letrus is going to fall because we haven't defined enough. You don't know. Like, we haven't... Oh, man. 
But just imagine if the answer is yes or no for that question. Yeah, but then you fall into the trap of like, well, yes, well, but is destiny like in flux or is Blecko, it? Blecko kind of trots up to you. How's it coming, adventurers? Uh, to be honest, Blecko, we're not exactly sure what we should be asking here. So as, as someone who has done this before, what kind of question should, like, can you provide an example of like a good question for this? Yeah, can you scaffold this for us? <laughs> Asked the two teachers. <laughs> <laughs> this is for the low kids. <laughs> Namely, me. I'm the low kid. Like, I'm well, this. Well, we're all the low kids right now. <laughs> well, guys, if I'm allowed to be a little selfish here, I would love to ask Blecko if Grace Under constructed the Warforge with the intent of uh, expanding his empire. Or that's a good question. If instead we're asked, of just for protecting it. Ooh, that is a good question. If we're asking selfish questions, question, I'd, I'd like to know if my, um, if my people are safe and if I can find them. Oh... How do you I ask? Can't find any that that's for like you another, that's it's okay. We're coming. Too. We're coming up with stuff. So can you? Yeah. Does that count as two questions, or should you just ask, "Can you find your people?" Because that would answer both, right? Would it though? Because if you could find them, but they're dead. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna ask if they're safe. Well, what if they're safe but they're dead? <laughs> they're safe in the spirit I'm realm. I'm gonna ask if they're alive <laughs> on the mortal plane. We have one more question. We have two, and they're good. Neovan wanders up. So the battle's done, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. It was a good time. Oh, how'd it go? We won. Well, we're not eh. dead, so... We fought with water. I saw that. Made what a, are you doing? Made a friend. Neovan, this do you, is Blecko. Do you have any questions that you would like to know the answers to? I mean, I got a lot of questions, but... <laughs> that was a bad question, <laughs> Alaris. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> I still don't know how to read, so... You don't know how to read? I don't. Nobody's ever taught me how to read. If you wanted to learn how to read, you could have just asked. Well, it hasn't come up now, has it? I'm sorry, I just realized that Neovan hasn't done anything during this episode, really. Sorry. I'm trying to think of any information that we desperately need in our um, approach of... Because at some point, we're actually going to run into the zealots and, like, fight them. Uh-huh. But like, what if we ask? And this is a little futury, but it's not. It's not a will question. What if we ask? Can we protect Letris from the Tempest Oath? Or we could ask if the Tempest Oath are in league with any spirit. Well, we already know that they're kind of in league with some spirits. I, I think asking <laughs> can, <laughs> like super. I think asking, can we like? Do we have the capacity to keep them safe? Let's us know. Actually, we should specifically ask: Do we have the capacity to win the fight? Um, because if, if we if we don't, we need to get them out of there. Oh, that's yeah. good. What if we Sorry. ask? That's like true. If I, you, and then the grandmother are the same thing, we could also ask that question. Hmm. That does seem like a good question. But well, well I, mean, okay. I think we've kind of that's already just, got that's just hankering for like a fact yeah. It sounds clear. But... Yeah, but I feel like we also kind of got the answer to that question. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, true. You did talk I about I don't it. think we'll get yeah, too much of a different... Right. Blecko says, uh, 
Friends, heroes, it's been like We're ready. 10 minutes. Sorry. <laughs> We're ready. All right. The the centaur is going to like reach into a satchel that's slung aclo- across his shoulder and um, take out a, six, a stick of incense. It's going to light it and begin like wafting it in the air. Then he reaches down and dips his hand into the uh, into the charmed river and takes his wet finger and draws a line from the middle of his forehead to his navel. Uh, Alaris, give me a religion check or an arcana check. Twelve. Well, I'm going to give part of this to you. You you recognize this as the spell commune, which is a divination hmm. spell. Bucko looks at you and says, Are you ready, heroes? Yes. Yeah. The, the fan of other five sisters are going to like all like kneel down uh, behind him and like this arc and this one is going to raise his arms loftward and look up into the stars and uh, out of character I'm going to start a timer for one minute I hope you're ready uh, this is going to go off Steven can yeah. you ask the first question Which, what are we doing first just just nope whichever Hold one on. <laughs> are you ready I'm do- are we doing the one about my people first just, just do all whichever one you want you really should have clarified this. Cool, Are I you got ready? this. Cool, I got this. Cool. We're starting in three, two, one, go. Do we have the capability to win the ensuing fight in Letras? Yes. Are the people of the Malnothri clan alive and safe? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Were the Warforged constructed with the intent of expanding her or Bracelander's empire? Yes. Well. And so at the end of the, <laughs> of that third question, uh, the centaur's eyes return to their natural, like ambery color, and he looks directly at you, Valaris, and then points with his finger. You, high elf have destiny in your blood. You hum with ancestral power. Ready to play some D and D? Let's do it. Sure. Yeah. yeah, ready for this. That'll be fun to try to edit together in some sort of. Do you remember that SpongeBob episode where they basically played that song? Uh, the what was it? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're all in his house, where the jellyfish yeah. invaded the pineapple. Yeah. Oh my god. Remind me episode. to tell you when I used SpongeBob to teach my kids a science lesson. I feel like because it, uh, it was kind of awesome, and I want to share it, but not right now. Nickelodeon, please <laughs> sue us. No, that's fair use. <laughs> yeah, I used I used memes. There are a lot of SpongeBob memes. <laughs> Out of like, how is it fair use? I I guess it's like satirical. I got well, technically for education, you can kind of get away with doing anything as long as you're not selling it. Noted. I gotta be a teacher so I can start pirating shit. I didn't well, pirate it. It was a meme. I copy pasted. Uh, Sarah the pirate. Ah uh, yes. Has that ever been a class? By the way, to your knowledge, pirating? It should be just the pirate. Like high seas pirating? Yeah. Maybe on some like boat. alternate ones. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, like, well, I mean, like, do you I think like Johnny. Think or like in tabletop. Like Johnny Depp took pirating before he became Jack Sparrow? Yo ho, <laughs> yo ho. I think we're. Near the hooks. Are y'all talking about two different classes? Like, yes, I think we are. Yes, he was talking about, about it as like versus a D and D. Yeah, I a was talking about class. a D and D class. Oh, and yeah, and and then Joe and Zach are talking about it as if it's like something at the yeah, university. Yeah, like a college class. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I took pirating this semester for my physical uh, education. Yes, he was talking about uh, a D and D class. <laughs> yes, a class. Oh. I was understanding it as a yeah. course. I watched I watched this unfold and it was glorious. Y'all are my first thought for was what? Yeah, well my first thought was I wonder which class he's talking about and then y'all all just like <laughs> hopped in assuming one or the other. And no so, one clarified. Let that like No one said show. anything of like uh, what they're saying is weird. What? Because well, it worked there for a little bit and then it stopped working and then y'all were confused. I'm glad we got that recorded. <laughs> what you should so, do is uh, you should play it backwards. <laughs> so, so it'll tell you how to, like, dissect people and murder people, yeah. murder folks? And then you should put it in a dubstep remix. <laughs> With all that time you have. All that time. Um, Sorry, also, guys. Sarah, I've been by myself all day. <laughs> I clearly need more friends. I thought you were in Marfa. No, I said that's throwback Thursday. Hello. Oh, I'm sorry. I I missed it. Also, um, make sure your mouth is toward the mic. Okay, I'll move um, it. Your mouth um, or the mic? <laughs> <laughs> Casually uh, so... slides mouth to side of face. <laughs> Got it. Sorry, guys. Out of character. You didn't say that all the brown ones had entangling things. I said, things. this is part of the script that I wrote. Quote, they said that all the brown bottles <laughs> oh, have a bunch of entangling <laughs> seeds in them. Oh, okay. Oh, nice bow, by the way. Oh, thank you. Uh, is that new? Yeah. Yeah, it's did you, new. Did you, that, <laughs> that looks like it should be called Oathbringer. I assume you got that in the library. <laughs> um, it's not It's not Oathbringer, it's uh, the Oath bow. Oh, that's right. I misread. I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> Uh, You've been absorbed by the fish. Kit, you'll notice that I've got there's some other links farther up in the call history here. Uh, not the not the ones that are Arkansas, uh, Arkansas USA based jokes and T-shirts, but farther up there is a screenshot, uh, a pair of screenshots that feature loot recently gathered 
Sweet gains? No. Sweet loot. Oh, what was it? Sweet, Sweet loot. Loots. There we go. Sweet loots. Loots. Sweet Sorry, loots. it was plural. Grimton, your turn. Last I knew, you were still up on Marge the Deathbringer. I'm going to hop off. Which is weird, because she's a lesbian. Get off of her. She has a wife. I mean, not that polyamory is not a thing. She still likes women. Kit is hiding his face in his hands laughing. <laughs> it's even funnier because, like, that story, like, of, you know, someone liking women uh, hits home. <laughs> See, it's funny. I I hope everyone is confused by that. <coughs> Do you want me to leave that in? I don't know. I didn't ex explain it necessarily, so they'll just be confused. I'll keep it in. <laughs> Grimton, it's your turn. I'm glad y'all all laughed at that, by the way, because that was supposed to be funny. <laughs> like that's not like a weird bitterness. It's like I think it's funny. Kit should have been funny. here for the lock debacle in the library. <laughs> <laughs> Kit should have been here for the lock debacle. That's lock the name of my next band. Is fun to say, yeah. Lock debacle. I feel like the idea of water laughing is horrifying. Like, I don't know about you. You think it just sounds like drowning? Which, well, that's you a never terrifying do that sound. Again. I, I feel like laughter or water laughs a little slower than that. went back to the non-spell casting part of my sheet. Now I'm lost. Shame on you. Some people. Uh, thorn whip, thorn whip, thorn whip. T-H-O-R-N. Alright, um, I just need to make sure that I'm close enough. I appreciate that when Sarah yes. is gonna make an attack, she looks it up, but that she spells it out loud for us. So. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> I'm spelling it for me. <laughs> I, my mom does this. I am my mother. Any any command she puts in the computer, she also speaks. I do the same thing. Um, you are your own mother? I am. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Isn't that a paradox? It's some crazy... There's this German show on Netflix called Dark that where that kind of stuff's going on. I'll tell you about it later. Um, so... U-N-S-E-E-N-S-E-R-V-A-N-T. Hi, Mom. Fun fact... Uh, when I was very small, like seven years old, my mom took me into her office and had me record into a microphone the phrase, you've got mail, mom, um, which she replaced as in lieu of like the classic, you've got mail sort of situation. So that, that bite still plays and it's so cute because my voice is raised up real high and it's like, you've got mail, mom. <laughs> It's precious. I forgot your mom is a graphic artist, too. Indeed she is. Um, all right, so this spell creates a mindless, invisible servant. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> the the servant springs into existence on an unoccupied space on the ground within range. AC of 10. I mean, technically, humans are half centaur, right? It's a, it's a gray area. I wonder if there's like an optional mute for this bow because every time you fire an it arrow says that during a long combat, <laughs> I feel like would get a little annoying. Maybe because <laughs> like it whispers to me every arrow. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey. I'm like, just leave me alone. Hey, listen. That's the, it's, for the record, that's like the only thing I know about Zelda. Yeah. Hey, listen. Yeah. Do you know that? That's do you know the fairy's name? Nope. Awesome. Here we go. <laughs> um, 